0: Today, we're going to look at a subject, tests, challenges, and pain. Sounds like a bit of a dismal subject, really, but I think it's an important one. And with me to talk about this, Julia, Marie, and Mike. And so let's start with you, Julia, if you don't mind. Hi, Paul. Hi. Now, it is a painful subject, And a challenging subject, and perhaps a bit of a test for us all, but it it does sound a little bit dismal for a subject, doesn't it? What do you think about it?
1: Well, I think it could do if we're thinking of it from the earth, but I thought just to start with, I'd say that when we're at home and we are looking at a life, uh, we are not looking at it in that way because we decided that we need to take a life to perhaps be challenged and tested in a certain area because at home we are trying to fully progress and evolve as a spirit and we have to be all, see all and do all. So there'll come a time when we think that perhaps a certain area we need to be tested a little bit more and to learn a little bit more about. So we choose a tapestry that will include those areas that we feel we are ready to be challenged with so it's certainly not something we would look upon as something dismal I think we'd be quite excited actually and we would have a certain idea of what we might face there's a certain um, layout of the life that we'd have a certain understanding of and also at home and I think it would be good if we felt this way when we're on the earth life is a balance so it's not going to be all smooth sailing and joyful and happy there there is going to be um, a time of testing perhaps a number of times where we'll be tested there'll be challenges if we like to look at it in that way and perhaps also periods when we are suffering great pain um, maybe physical pain Or this could be mental, emotional pain. And so all of these are going to be a part of our life to some degree or other. Now, the older the spirit, the more challenging the life, perhaps the more tests we might face. Certainly, we will have more freedoms of choice, which are times of great testing and where we are, in effect, on our own to make a decision. So that will vary. But really, any life is challenging no matter what age the spirit. So, a young spirit will have certain tests that will challenge it to a degree. And so, in some ways, all lives are equal in that regard because there must be a challenge. We must feel like we've been stretched. And from those experiences, we will get a lot of positivity I hope perhaps within the life I'm sure we do within the life and certainly at home when we look back on it and see all the positives that have come through these testing times but you do hear sometimes people who have been through very challenging testing times and they look back and they think well you know I'm quite glad I went through that because of what it's given me it's made me stronger or it's made me understand myself or or others or the world better. So I feel that the great mind designs our tapestries with tests, challenges and pain, according to us as an individual, in order to help develop us, to perhaps help us to become a little stronger spiritually, and maybe to gain a little wisdom along the way.
0: Thank you very much, Julia. Now, Marie, you're no stranger to pain, are you, my dear? It's something that plagues you quite often, and I've always had concern for you in this regard. So, what do you think the purpose of pain is?
2: Pain, I was told when I came to the foundation that pain doesn't last. So, I've learned that. I came actually to the foundation right on time is when this condition of mine started in 2002 and not really knew what hit me, but stress, which I could not cope with, that was a challenge or a test. But at the time, because I was had the the nursery in Saturn, you know, in South London, and uh, the the stress there was just terrible. It, It was really too much for my body, my head to cope with. And therefore, this sort of pain, which I developed, this illness, is um, is mainly due to this, to the stress. However, when I look around, or when I hear some cases um, of some close friends, I'm thinking, gosh, mine is nothing. Mine really is nothing comparing to some others. And yet everybody deals with their ailment in a different way. I can cope with physical pain better than I can cope with emotional pain. I, I find it very, very difficult to deal with emotions and people, people in pain. I mean, even animals in pain. I get very um, upset about that. However, from pain comes frustration. This is is me, Uh, the frustration. I used to do that. Why can't I do it? Well, okay, one day I will. I'll try. But then again, it's a test for me to accept, and as I say, think as well of other people who do suffer from much worse conditions than mine the emotional, as I say, you know, I went through uh, a divorce which lasted three years uh, and I was running the nursery, bringing up children. Yeah, it was very, very difficult. And uh, of course, when I ceased running the nursery and moved to Suffolk, which was a test because I didn't know if I was, where am I going? I'm going to the unknown, uh, coming to Suffolk. It all came all together. Um, I thought we had to take the move off you go and you'll see what happened and you know I'm very happy that I've taken the chance.
0: Thank you Marie that's, that's interesting you've been very um, strong about it and, and there's definitely a, a, a lot of acceptance in what you say by the sounds of it which is perhaps the outcome of all that you've been through maybe
2: yes I do have acceptance. I have developed that through the foundation.
0: I think that's probably worth quite a lot, spiritually. So well done. So thank you.
3: Thank you, Paul.
0: So, Mike, what would you like to say on the subject? Because life's not been straightforward for you either, is it?
4: I don't think anyone has a, has a, a life of, of just plain sailing, straightforward. Everyone um, has obstacles within their life. I tend to do the same as Maurice says, look at others and these these, these people around me that, that are struggling a lot more than me. But When this subject for this podcast came up, I, I wanted to talk on this because it reminded me of a gentleman that I worked for many, many years ago. He was a Sikh gentleman and at the time he was undergoing treatment for a brain tumour. I was working at his house, um, doing some conversions here to make it more accessible for him, because due to the brain tumour he had limited mobility. While I was there, I was working there for several weeks, and he was—we just clicked somehow. He was a very honest, truthful guy, um, and I got on with him so well. I was—I was working there on my own most of the time. And whenever I was there, he would get a deck chair out and come and sit in the room where I was working. And he'd say, "Oh, you don't don't mind me, you know, watching you and talking." He said I enjoyed the company. And while he was there, he he opened up to me quite a lot. And he said to me, um, he was telling me about his life. At the time, he would have been probably about mid forties, and he was married, but it was an arranged marriage. And he explained to me that his wife Um, he said I I love my wife but as a as a sister not as a wife he said it's it's not that sort of relationship he said but he went on to explain about arranged marriages and said I never had had a say in it then he went on to tell me about the true love of his life and and, um, he wasn't allowed a relationship with this other lady and really how his life had panned out to where he was there at that that time. He painted this this picture of of a a very, very challenging life, Um, and he'd obviously been through a lot of tests, and was suffering the pain. And yet what I found remarkable, and I suppose how it, it resonated something with me was was how he kept so positive he had full acceptance of the situation he was in and I did hear the news that he had passed away and that was obviously his his tapestry, his time to return home um, but something from that that meeting for me just just sort of stuck with me and I've kind of always got that in the back of my mind somewhere that when I'm facing a difficulty or an obstacle in in life, I kind of remember how this guy stayed so positive right right throughout.
0: Now, lots of things have already come out of this so far. One is acceptance, definitely, that um, Marie and Mike have both talked about that and how they feel that they have acceptance of their situation and also with mike showing that how other people teach us and i think it works the other way too i suspect that your presence mike taught that guy a lot as well you know the the whole idea that we're not islands you know is is importance we all need to work together and and we all help each other along the line And I think that's really quite beautiful. So thank you for that, Mike and and Marie. And so, Julia, what would you like to say to add to this?
1: Well, I think what both Marie and Mike have said is, is very good. And I think very good examples of really the reason why we're here. It's not just for our own progression, it's for others as well. And so much of our learning comes from our interaction with other people and I think you know we talk a lot here about getting to know ourselves and I think often the tests come when we do meet certain people who perhaps we find perhaps to start with a little difficult or there's something we don't too much like about them and then I think we have to think about truth because sometimes it is difficult but we have to be truthful and we sort of think well why is it I don't like that person is it perhaps because I'm a little bit like that myself that could be one example obviously we're not going to get on with everybody not everybody is going to like you and we are very much likely to have enemies as we might call them so I think being on the earth interacting with people is in itself quite testing and you know sometimes it can be very very challenging and perhaps a major part of your life where you are tested with certain people and I think ultimately it is about finding the truth within yourself about your own reality um, what are your strengths what are your weaknesses and quite often you will be helped to discover these from interacting with others in various ways but at the end of the day I think if we do find this truth and find a little bit more comfort within ourselves and a little bit more peace then any testing situations we might come across um, other people that might be challenging we'll be able to deal with it better Um, we'll be a little calmer Perhaps we'd be a little bit more patient and a little bit more generous. And at the same time, I'm sure we learn more about ourselves because I think we never stop learning. But I think if we can get that basic understanding of ourselves and hopefully discover really in a way what we're here for, you know, what is our purpose, what are our skills what are we good at and what are the areas we need to be careful about and watch out for and as you say paul we're teaching at the same time so all that i said about you know meeting people that might be challenging um, we could be challenging for other people especially when we're trying to sort ourselves out Because I think for myself, when I came to the fellowship, as it was called then in the early days, I was fairly young and I didn't really know myself very well. I was in a bit of a a muddle, really, but I was fascinated by what I was learning. But there was a very challenging period for 10, 15 years in particular, when I was sort of discovering things about myself that weren't always very easy to um, accept and I didn't always understand them straight away but I hadn't quite got enough strength either and perhaps not enough understanding at the time to um, work through those years but gradually I think if you do apply yourself if you really believe that you know in what we've been taught by our tutors that you know we all have strengths we all have weaknesses we all have a purpose there are going to be testing times we've spoken about freedoms of choice and I think that understanding if you really feel you want to get to that place that they talk about a place of more peace a place where you feel that you found your purpose and you've got great joy and great happiness in in doing something that you feel that is right for you then I think that helps the endeavour but as I say for a period of time it can be perhaps a little bit more testing until you found a little bit more Um, strength and then we're told that uh, sometimes when we've done perhaps a little well with our life that might be then we might get another test Uh, that's sometimes I think how it works but um, regardless I think um, it's a major part of our life tests challenges and pain but the balance is that we also have periods of joy of peace of happiness well most of us do anyway i mean obviously there are lives that are quite short that are taken for particular reasons and usually it is to test and to give other people something to think about and work through in their own lives
0: very good julia thank you very much now marie we're always told by spirit that pain is refining do you think you're more refined after all this experience of yours?
2: <laughs> I think I've got a lot of work to do still. <laughs> but uh, it's a serious question,
0: what's... though. Do, do, you think, yes, it is. do you think it's yes. helped you?
2: Oh, oh, yes. As a challenge, actually, for me, uh, is to be stronger, in my opinion, of what what I really want to do instead of wanting pleasing people. I don't. I don't often do that now. But however, I came to the foundation with that weakness, and, and I've been told, you know, I've been told that I was I, I was weak, and I accepted. It took me. It took me a long time to accept it because I thought, I dare you telling me that, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, you know, because I've always been on my own, and I never taken. Um, I suppose criticism. I take some criticism, but there's some criticism I can take. But anyway, now I have I have learned quite a lot. Yes, it does refine a person. I would say it has refined me a bit, but I've got a long way to go. Um, I think I've got more. Um, uh, I won't say it. sympathy is not the right word, but understanding and. Um, empathy Um, empathy thank you paul empathy for people who do suffer much more than me and i visualize people in in those uh, in their suffering
0: i think that's that's quite interesting you say that but also can be a burden on yourself really because in a way you can't do much about some of it can you the, the suffering in the world and we see it on a day-to-day basis it's everywhere and yeah. and we can only do what we can do and to take those pains upon yourself is a burden I think
2: uh not not mentally because um I send thoughts healing thoughts I do quite I, I do that quite often um you know being a war somewhere especially if I see the pictures. Um, for example, I would take a lot I would do a lot of absent healing yes. you know, I would look somebody and I'm thinking oh, that poor person, that poor child, you know, and I can, I can just see uh, that person or even that animal when you come to it, that's something I, I like to do.
0: I think that's a good thing I think that's a good thing what you're saying to, but all, I think all I was saying is and I'm not really disagreeing with you, I'm just just chatting it yeah. through with you. It's just that if you took everyone's pain upon yourself, it would be a burden. You just can't do it. You have got your own pain to deal with, and it's great to consider others, but not to really absorb everyone's pain because I think it's too much. That's just my view. Well,
2: is that yes? I understand what you say, Paul. You you you're right, but um you know it's just a it's just a thought it's just a healing thought
0: yeah.
2: you know the lights going onto a, onto a country onto people
0: nothing wrong with yeah, that, that at is, all
2: that is, nothing wrong with that, that at doesn't all. Yeah. no it doesn't worry me at all doesn't take it doesn't take my energy at all
0: okay no that's right um, I, I i'm just you know that's fine marie I was, yeah. I, I was just saying that some people take on the weight of the world don't they yeah, uh, Nothing yes. is what I'm talking about. They, they take yes, on the world, yes. the weight of the world, and and you can't do that. It's it's not yes. yours to take on. Actually, is it? No.
2: I've been there. Actually, yes. I have been there. Yes. I, I used to do that and thinking, you know. But then again, that is something that I've learned at the foundation. Mm. Um, yeah, you can't do that, right? But uh, as I say, uh, healing thought are, are really. Uh,
0: but you're a very caring uh, person, is what we're establishing quite clearly here tonight. <laughs> thank you marie
3: may may i say something at this point
0: of course please please, Badina. thank you
3: yes i i don't wish to interrupt but it i believe it is necessary to speak i was listening to what you were just saying and when i was within the earth and i had some healing ability. If I saw somebody in acute pain, I would do my very best to relieve them of that pain by using my mind to transfer the pain to myself. And sometimes I was successful with this. It would relieve the person, and the healing I would give them would work, of course. It would cause me some discomfort for a short period of time. But knowing no pain lasts forever. It is of no consequence to me that I would endure a small pain for a short period of time with the benefit and the knowledge that I was able to relieve the pain they were suffering. Yeah. Please continue. Yeah, Thank you very much for that, Padina. I think
0: a lot of people would be surprised at what you said there, Padina. I think a lot of people wouldn't have Mm. that strength to do what you
3: did, perhaps. No, perhaps not. But if a healer is strong and sincere with what they do, it may be at times they might apply themselves in this way. Thank
0: you very much. Thank you. and Mike, a really interesting uh, session today. And you spoke of a person that had a huge influence on the way you think, in a way, didn't he? This? And I wonder whether we all have had... I, I mean, I I can think of a person that I used to know with muscular dystrophy that, as, when I was back at school, that was huge person and with strength and how he dealt with what he did, kind of put anything that I had to deal with, is, is pretty small. And it's really helped me all these years. So have you considered, Mike, whether you have the same effect on others?
4: I, I suppose people especially in a one-to-one will open up to me quite intimate problems and you know issues within their life. So maybe I've just maybe I've just got that that, <laughs> that, that, um, that that I don't know kind face that, that someone feels comfortable to be able to talk to me and, I, and I'm happy. I'm happy if that helps someone in some way um, to I suppose unload a burden. I think there's a lot of people in life that that, that bottle stuff up um, and carry it around with them. Um, sometimes afraid to talk about these things. And in fact, I've had. Now we're talking about this. I've got a um, you know a very good friend of mine who who lost his daughter to suicide, and he carried that with him for many many years um and uh he's worked worked within the building industry the same as myself and i suppose a lot of men um i suppose they put on a front really is a bit too macho isn't it to, to to let all your inner feelings out and talk about these things to others um but yes i have had that many a time where where people open up and um I won't say I certainly don't give advice because I don't think it's my place to to advise someone to tell someone what to do. But I am there as a as a uh, you know as a as a listening ear. Um, so and, and that
0: in itself is is important, isn't it? Now that that strikes me. And I know you quite well, and I know that I think you you will listen to whatever someone says to you. And I believe you wouldn't judge what you hear. You would, you would listen. And you do give advice at times when you're asked for it. And it's usually worth listening to. So I, I think the important thing that's coming out of this is the fact that we are helped through life by some people and we help others by purely just being there sometimes. Just, just the fact that we are who we are. And that's perhaps probably what will say how important it is to be an individual for that purpose.
4: Mm. So,
0: so, thank you, thank you very much, Mike. And uh, again, we're coming to the end of our podcast, a really interesting one. So, Padina, would you like to say something now, please?
3: Um, just to add one thing in spirits, before a spirit is ready to accept a life on earth, they are shown a tapestry, and perhaps more than one, which they would choose according to their appreciation of their level of development as a spirit And as a consequence, they would be helped, advised, tutored to accept the tapestry that would be most appropriate for their evolvement. Now, during this process, within a tapestry, there may be four. Or eight, anything between four and eight freedoms of choice within the life, which would have a great deal of spiritual purpose and meaning. And it is these which are particularly looked at in assessing the. Tapestry of that life to see whether or how appropriate it would be to choose that one. And of course, very often, those freedoms of choice will involve a test, a challenge, and in sometimes pain. And this is understood and accepted by spirit. In spirit, there is no pain. So it is only by coming to the earth, living a life, that one will experience pain to full measure, according to the level of spiritual strength within that person how much they can tolerate and accept. So it is very much understood in spirit that coming to the earth, pain is all part of physical life within the earth. And so are other forms of hurt as well knowing full well that in coming to the earth one might hurt another or indeed be hurt whether deliberate or not. And this is acceptable that this will happen.
0: The Erasmus Foundation is a spiritual teaching and healing foundation based in Laxfield, Suffolk, in the United Kingdom. We have a webpage, www.erasmus-foundation.org. If you would like to be a guest on our podcast, or indeed have further questions for us, then please contact me on paul at erasmus-foundation.org and we'll do our best to accommodate you. Thank you very much for listening.